We don't want to wait. We don't want to wait. I'm Stephanie. I'm Robin. Good morning. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning to you. Welcome back to Stars Hollow. We're Stars Hollow. Mm-hmm. We're going to uh, do some great community, you know, events, events. this week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we're watching season two, episode 13, 14, 15, 16. Mm-hmm. That is A Tisket, A Tasket. Mm-hmm. It should have been Lorelai. Mm-hmm. Lost and found, and there's the rub. There's the rub. All right, well, we start off with a tisket, a tasket, and Stars Hollow is having the bid on a basket fundraiser, which my very first note of this episode is like, what kind of backwards contest is this? What? <laughs> what? Is this like, I mean, was this started in the 1800s or 1700s or something, and they just decided to... Basically, a girl has to make a basket and hope that a boy buys it, and then they have to have a date with that boy. <laughs> I know. But we have this little vague thing going on here where Lorelai is – she knows it's very traditional and out of place here, out of time. Uh-huh. But also, she kind of likes it because I think there's a lot with Lorelai where she's, you know, of the time – Single mom, I can, I'm fine on my own, but also she's a little traditionalist in some ways. Hmm. And, and I think Rory is more so because she was like, yeah, I kind of like it. Don't knock it. It's, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, I think both in both cases, they're both raised without any sort of traditional structure. I mean, Lorelai kind of broke out of that, but it kind of seems familiar. You know, this would go right along with, uh, you know the the what the heck reinforcing was that? the the uh, stereotypical gender stereotype. <laughs> yeah. What if a guy wanted to make a basket? I'm sure Kurt would would be like, you know, I wish my mom could make a basket and I could. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, what would you put in your basket? What is this thing that that you do really well that you would go like this? This, this would be a great. This would be great in the basket because. Lorelai, as expected, put pop tarts in hers. Uh, I like. Yeah. I literally wrote down like, "Oh, Lorelai is definitely going to put pop tarts in there," and I, I guess Twizzlers as well. <laughs> but what would you put in yours? Okay, well, I'm not very good. I mean, like, I'm good with chili mm. and chicken and like food. Food. I'm not very good with like finger foods and picnic foods. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure I could make some good sandwiches. Somehow, some fancy sandwiches with some cool bread, mm. but like, yeah, I would, I would do a really good basket, not on the level of Suki, <laughs> right? Where hers is the ultimate, but I would put a lot of effort into it, and it would be a good meal. And uh, but, it, but it would be real. It would be a challenge to make a uh, some like finger foods, some kind of picnic, yeah, uh, foods. Because um, I'm, because I'm like a meat and potato kind of cook. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I, I mean, if I was to do a basket, it would be like you know some sort of like big you know subs or something like that. You know, mm-hmm. uh, very meaty. But I wouldn't have to because I'm a guy. I don't have to make, have to no, make baskets. You just, you just pay the money and go eat with the little lady that made it. Yeah. Also, this the other like, what if you're a guy and you're just like you don't you don't want to bid on this basket? <laughs> I guess you just I guess you stay working in your diner. <laughs> yeah, you don't. You just do not uh, participate. Uh-huh. But okay, so while they're looking for the baskets, 
Lorelai has this weird interaction with Miss Patty where Miss Patty drops this picture. Mm-hmm. Miss Patty's carrying around a picture of Lorelai. Yeah. And what it is, she's like, she's, uh, admitting these, her, uh, she's creating these accounts with like, okay, Cupid, I guess. And she uh-huh. has these guys coming to bid on Lorelai's basket because Lorelai <laughs> cannot be trusted to set herself up with her. She's no good at finding, her. she's, she's no good at finding the nice guy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Weird. That would be creepy. These three strangers come and bid on your basket that yeah. you were not expecting. Because Lorelai is not in the headspace for a relationship right now. No, she is all about we're gonna have an we're gonna have our own inn. My gutters need to be cleaned out. <laughs> yeah, that's I, it. Uh, yeah, she's still trying to figure out what I think would happen with the Max thing. Why did why that didn't stick? Um. And, uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't heard much talk at the end recently. I'm kind of sad that we haven't. Yeah, I thought that we were going to go full steam ahead in that. And, uh, like, no talk about the end this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, my next note is I love Jess's corduroy jacket. I used to have one just like it. Well, not just like it. His looks a lot better. Um, is this was, the yellow? Yeah, yeah. It's kind it, of a mustardy yellow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine was a little more of a darker brown. Um, but um, it, it made me think back I'm like oh man that thing was so comfortable and warm <laughs> yeah it must have been a chilly morning because he's got his collar up mm-hmm. you know protecting his neck yeah uh jackson comes in and to talk to suki and says that his lease is up and expects to hear oh don't renew your <laughs> lease but suki's like oh okay what did you need to talk to me about it what does that have to do with me well you have a nice kitchen uh, uh so she just seems oblivious to what he's talking about. Yeah, I wasn't happy with that because wasn't it just like like a few episodes ago where she was very much just waiting for him to ask her out kind of thing? And, the, the, and she was the one that was kind of on the ball and he was the adult. I, I actually assumed they were living together at this point, but I guess I was wrong. Well, yeah, because when, when they had the, uh, the termites and they go over to Suki's Jackson is there. Mm. So, yeah, I think they're having, you know, spend the night parties here and there. Oh, I like those. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah. Sorry, when we were talking about the Miss Patty stuff, uh, I forgot to – I love the the, the fact that she's got pictures and resumes. uh, Oh, yeah, something neat that I noticed in these episodes. Lorelai talks about one of them seeing Ghostbusters like 150 times. 124 times, actually. And and Melissa McCarthy was in the new Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh You mean Ghostbusters, the one that actually wiped out the other movies and there's only the Lady Ghostbusters now? Oh, is that how that works? That's how it works. You can't ever watch the old Ghostbusters movie ever again. Ah. Yeah. That's so funny. Um, uh, I... I heard somebody talking on a podcast about that whole debacle and, uh, you know, it, when they made Ghostbusters, you know, I think the only problem I have with the lady Ghostbusters is that they literally just called it Ghostbusters, which there's already a movie called Ghostbusters. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if you're not going to remake it, like what, what are you doing? Uh, they should have, you know, said Ghostbusters. Well, they had the subtitle answer the call, uh, I think on the video box covers to, show the difference or whatever that, that 
but it's you know it's confusing, you know. And I hate that when movies actually do that. They like the Karate Kid, the Jaden Smith one. They just it just called itself the Karate Kid, you know, like, like pretending th- there wasn't another movie called that. Yeah, yeah. Like what? What mm-hmm. are you doing? Um, oh yeah, yeah. So the thing about the the Ghostbusters uh, thing is is that. Yeah, they could they could have totally just remade it completely with Lady Ghostbusters or whatever and just called it Ghostbusters. And that's fine because you will always ha- you know, if you are a person that holds on to the 84 Ghostbusters, the guy Ghostbusters whatever and and loves it, like you you you're not losing it. It's not going away. And you know, that's always been the joke of like, oh, well, you know, like they, they, they you ruined my childhood. They, they ruined my childhood. You know, it's all. You know, but it's always like, yeah, it's gone. It's not gone. It's still there. It's still on video. Um, but this person was also talking about the uh, the way that the Star Wars um, movies, the original trilogy, have been remastered and redone. And that's a very different situation where people might be angry about things like McClunky and, uh, you know, who's shooting first or, you know, uh, CGI, uh, job of the hut in the middle of the, uh, the first movie, yada, yada, mm-hmm. yada. Changing Hayden Christensen. Okay. Yeah. 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 But the, the, the difference is, is that they literally do wipe out the movies of your childhood because George Lucas doesn't make those original versions available. They, he, you know, they're gone. You know, uh-huh. you, have to, you have to reach through the internet. And I try have to, them. Yeah, I have them on on VHS. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to get the VHS player out. Uh, and it, that, you know, if anything is like ruining your childhood, you know, you can have a legitimate beef about uh, uh, about those uh, special editions Star Wars because, like, yeah, it just took away the originals. Those things aren't being released on DVD or, or Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway, I just thought that was an interesting point. I'm sorry for the five minute derailing. Well, I saw Lady Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. and I do not remember it. I remember, like, I remember going, "Wow, this is like uh, this is like Saturday Night Live, the movie," and, you know. And uh, there were some humorous moments, but I was, uh, I was not. Uh, I don't know. It's just a different kind of humor. It's it seemed very alien but then again people might grow up just like they did with the the prequels with this version of ghostbusters and be like that's my ghostbusters and you know whatever more power to them it just Mm -hmm. it's not my bag (laughs) i i I saw it in the theater i never wanted to watch it again (laughs) yeah it seems like i thought at the time while watching it i don't know why people were so upset about this this isn't bad or something i don't know i guess it just wasn't it was just meh I said, I don't remember. Yeah. I don't I remember that, anything about it. That was my only problem with it. it was the criticism. My only criticism one was, you know, it is very much like a new brand of humor that just didn't feel right. It just seemed like another different movie. And uh, I feel like a lot of these comedies are just just written so fast and pushed into production so mm-hmm. fast that, that it's just they're not funny. They're not special. They're just meh. Yeah. And it sucks because, you know. And it's almost like, you know, the Last Jedi debacle as well, you know, like people getting really upset about the Last Jedi. And unfortunately, they get grouped in uh, with people that you – know, I love the Last Jedi, by the way. Uh, they get grouped in with people that, you know, just hate women. They hate the fact that they're giving women roles and they think it's a – they think it's a, some sort of like, uh, you know, political correctness kind of thing. Like uh, we're just, you, you know, political correctness for political correctness sake. And, uh, you know, the same with the – you know, like – 
oh, we got to have a Lady Jedi now. We have to love Lady Ghostbusters now. And they get, you know, all steamed about that, um, which I think is complete nonsense. And I hate all of them for that. (laughs) Uh, Mm -hmm. But uh, unfortunately, it sucks when you have like a criticism like, I thought Ghostbusters, the new Ghostbusters was meh. (laughs) And I didn't laugh much at all. Uh, and then you kind of say that thing on that kind of thing on the internet, and it's like, what? You hate women? <laughs> oh, and you're lumped in with everybody. Yeah, you get yeah. lumped in. Well, uh, yeah, exactly. But wow, tangent. Sorry, we were supposed to wrap this up uh, quick. Yeah, today, we, aren't we? We got to go. Uh, where are we? Oh, Lane has this very elaborate plan to meet Henry that involves oh, yeah. her, her cousin bidding on her basket, a decoy basket, <laughs> uh, a telephone, a a, a a payphone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And uh, he's going to drive around twice and honk the horn and she's going to hop in. I don't know. It was just, it didn't have to be that complicated. Yeah. But also, and the thing is, she doesn't have to hide this from her mother because Henry is Korean and perfect (laughs) and perfect, the perfect guy for her in her mother's eyes. But she's only, you know, hiding him from her mother because she knows when he is the perfect guy for her in her mother's eyes, she will no longer want him. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't think I've ever been in that situation before where like, oh man, if my parents like somebody, it's going to really be a, it's really going to bother me. Yeah. Um, uh, but I guess if you're, you're a teenager and I don't know. Um, but yeah, it, I mean, the way the storyline kind of wraps up is that Henry is just tired of it and literally asked somebody else to the prom yeah, <laughs> like we, before those, it even like, happened. In those couple of hours in between when yeah. he's... Because the payphone wasn't working, and he could she, he couldn't call, so he just said, "Forget it. This is too much trouble." Let me ask somebody else to the prom, and it breaks her heart. And she's crying. I mean, rightfully so. I, he should have at least talked to her first before. Um, mm-hmm. she, I mean, unless it says, wasn't. Are you, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just saying, unless it was like, you know, we we only saw we didn't see much of that relationship, so maybe they didn't. They they went like weeks without talking to each other, you know no. that kind of thing. Well, she said, she says, "Are you breaking up with me?" He said, "We haven't even been out on a date." Right. So, right. yeah, I know, but I, it's like he should, he should. I think he should. You know, he's a teenage boy, whatever. But you know, if, if he was a rational, mature human being, um, uh, he might have realized that, like, hey, you know, it's not working out. But she's really invested in this, and uh, I should, I should break things off with her before. Asking somebody else to the prom, like the prom is a big deal. Uh, but yeah, mm. and then Lane gets grounded. I like that she gets ordered upstairs by Mrs. Kim to calm down. Yet Mrs. Kim is the one that's freaking out. <laughs> She's the one that's not calm at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, what else? Okay, so oh, the bidding on Rory's basket. Yes, back and forth, back and forth between Dean and Jess. Yes. Mm-hmm. And just all the way up to $90. And Dean doesn't mm-hmm. have that much. And, oh, Dean is so mad. He is. He's super angry. He's just here just to mess with me. He's just messing with me. Mm-hmm. So, the, uh, there's also the, the fact that, uh, you know, it, it could be – he could be starting to worry about Rory uh, Rory's feelings changing, you know? Yeah. And you know a couple of we- episodes ago when she, like, laid – a hot kiss on Dean. Mm-hmm. And we're like, what is that all about? And <laughs> I feel like it's because she was starting to like Jess and falling out of love with Dean. Yeah. And she's trying to make herself have feelings for Dean again. I, you know, knee jerk reaction watching this 
is I think a lot of people um, would think like, what, you know, Dean, Dean, you're not doing yourself any favors by freaking out like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think in this case, I, I thought of a solution to this whole problem um, that Rory could have done that would have made, you know, Dean feel more confident. And unfortunately, it doesn't happen. And she decides to go on this basket date with uh, Jess. The the solution would be like, like, okay, the rules are if you buy a basket, you get to have lunch with the person that made the basket. There's no rule. I, I'd have to talk to Taylor about this. There's no <laughs> rule that says that Rory couldn't have just brought Dean with her. Like, why does it have to be this oh, intimate but that affair? Would have been miserable. It doesn't matter. It, if Rory actually wanted to have a friendship with Jess, like this is what she's saying. This is yeah. not how she's feeling. I know. But if she wanted Dean to know that she wants to have wants to be upfront and just have a friendship with Jess, and wants Dean to be okay with it, and Dean to be okay with Jess, she could have forced them both to just sit down with her and have a lunch. And, and but it wouldn't have been out. that. It would have been this chest thumping at each other the whole time. Yeah, I know. It probably would have. Like, it would have started out rough, but maybe, maybe things would have smoothed out. I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. you're saying that that Rory actually wanted to spend time with Jess? Oh, absolutely. I mean, she's obviously feels inconvenienced, but once Dean is, you know, once the whole getting. Through the whole Dean arguing thing, I think she's very happy. I mean, gosh, she not only um, sits and has lunch with him, but then they go off and go to a bookstore together. You know, mm-hmm. she couldn't. She didn't have to do that, but she wanted to right. spend time with Jess. Mm-hmm. She likes him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that that was my only feeling about that. You know, it sucks. It you know, I, I Dean obviously super jealous, but I think he's got a reason to be. You know, unfortunately, yeah. he can't seem to control his actions, and and it's going to screw him in the end. Um, he, you know. Well, I, uh, so are you all aboard? Are you all aboard the mm, ship? Are the, you all the, aboard the Jess and Rory ship? They're Jess and they, I think they're great together. I think they're awesome together. Uh, yeah, I just feel bad for Dean because I think her and Dean had the same kind of connection to begin with, but uh-huh. now it's like you know all of Dean's doing while hanging out with Rory. You know, in these different interactions, is, is mm-hmm. fuming about Jess. That's yeah. not doing her any, doing him any favors. Right. She's going to see him as oh, he's no fun to be around, and uh-huh. Jess is super fun to be around, and and is nice and talks to me, and we chat on the phone, and we talk about books and yada yada yada. That used to uh-huh. be her and Dean, but unfortunately, his jealousy has kind of screwed that up. But I think uh-huh. Rory Rory played a part in that. So uh-huh. <sighs> anyway. I thought well, I, that, I, that rant over. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm on the ship. You're on I'm the ship. Sh- I'm shipping them. I'm definitely shipping them too, but I do, like I said, I feel bad for Dean. And I, mm-hmm. I don't like the way that Rory is handling the situation. Again, teenagers. You're right. <laughs> they're, they're trying all this out for the first time. The next time this situation happens with Rory, hopefully she'll be uh, she'll be a little bit more aware of how to, how to deal with things. Because Dean's going to, I think Dean's going to straight up hate her after this, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> you know she's doing a lot of things behind his back, and oh, now but, and and by the end of the four episodes, she's lied to him too. Oh, Rory's so moral; she would never steal a, a, a robe. She's so moral. <laughs> yeah, R- Rory wouldn't lie. Yeah. Uh oh, when the guys when the the guys that Patty invited 
or bidding on Lorelai's basket, she runs into the diner like first, <laughs> like without thinking, runs to Luke. Please come bid on my basket. It's so funny because she takes such a long time trying to get him to come out of the diner to bid on the basket that I'm like, oh, they they have to have been done bidding by now. That she's been in there talking to him for like five minutes, and finally he comes out and starts. Then, then you realize, you know, the writers are like, "Oh, we have to make this this bidding take longer." So, you, you, when we come back out, they're like bidding, like raising it by fifty cents. <laughs> yeah. Well, and one of the guys says, "Hey, uh, I thought fifty dollars was the limit. Like, it's all been agreed upon mm-hmm. that, that. Oh, it's just going to be fifty dollars because Luke, I think, bid sixty. Yeah. And he knows what's in the basket. He knows it's, <laughs> it's pop tarts and a slim jim or something. Yeah. It doesn't matter. She doesn't have to share much because, you know, she doesn't have to uh, share food. He'd, he'd get the whole basket anyway because uh, women don't eat at all. They just look at food and jump on the treadmill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that quote. <laughs> uh, so he goes back into the diner and brings her a burger and him a salad. Yes. And they're supposed to eat on the ground. Every picture you've ever seen of a picnic, they're eating on the ground, but they're eating in the. Uh, yes. Good rant, Luke. I, I am with Luke on this. Why eat on the ground when there's perfectly functional furniture nearby? <laughs> what is wrong with people doing that? Uh, um, yeah. Uh, also, we have the, the you know, since, since the whole lease situation is happening, uh, 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 Kirk ends up buying the basket of Sookies and uh, then uh, – Oh, because because Jackson did not be because he's mad. Right, he's pouting, he's sulking because because Suki didn't, you know, jump and say, "Do not renew your lease." So he doesn't even bid on the basket. So Kirk runs up with it. So he goes over to buy it with Kirk, buy it from Kirk, but Kirk won't take his check because he doesn't look like his driver's license picture. (laughs) (laughs) But then he agrees for like brothers and sisters. Yeah, yeah. And then he agrees that for uh, $250, honestly, I'd be like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> Keep the basket. Well, I he's going to uh, give him crinkle cut fries. Uh, crinkle cut fries. Crinkle cut carrots. Yeah. Because I think the basket was just a little too fancy for Kirk because he wanted crinkle cut carrots because every lunch has crinkle cut carrots. Yeah. And, and it's just such a silly argument that it's like. Oh, yeah. Like 200. It really, really. Making her feel better is going to cost you $250. Like, that's that's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> Just be mm-hmm. like, I'm really sorry. I should have been on your basket. Uh, Kirk is enjoying it right now, though. And he's never had a basket. So, that, that you know, that's good for good for Kirk. And let's go get lunch together, me and you, and yada, yada, yada. Um, anyway. <laughs> so they, they discuss, you know... Uh, Jackson's like Suki. Uh, I was sa- what I was saying was I didn't want to renew my lease because I thought we would move in together. Haven't you thought about moving it? No, I haven't thought about moving in together. Mm-hmm. And then she says, "No, I'm lying. Of course, I think about it all the time. Our bathroom's going to be pink." <laughs> <laughs> right. And then later on, Jackson says, "Oh, you know, maybe we shouldn't move in together." And then Suki's hurt, surprised. He said, "Maybe we should just get married." And so Suki cries, and it's like, good moment. Yep. Uh, yeah. I wrote this down, actually. I was like, was this a quote? No, this is a, a note that I wrote to myself. I said, uh, sorry, you're going to have to wait on the ring. I just spent $250 on a freaking basket. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I think the 
the basket was, I mean, the basket was made out of bread that had like <laughs> cheese you. inside the bread. I, I mean, don't I know if that's very accurate, but that, that's what they said. And I, I was looking at the basket like, that's not made out of pretzel. <laughs> um, but whatever. Oh, also, okay, when Jess wins the bid for Rory's basket, Taylor says, sewed to the hoodlum in the back. Yeah. And then when Lorelai is arguing with Rory about Jess, because Rory's like, you know, you didn't like Dean when you first met him. And Lorelai says, that's why, that's because I didn't know him. And you don't like Jess now. She says, that's because I know him. (laughs) And and Lorelai goes on about how Jess is like a guy who's watched too many Sylvester Stallone movies. (laughs) Yeah. Which is funny because (laughs) Jess played Sylvester Stallone's son in Rocky... Balboa. Balboa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, when they're, when they're at uh, the school, when they're sitting on the, the bridge and he's eating her disgusting lunch, Cat, uh, what are you doing? Stop. Her, <laughs> the bracelet, they get up to leave and the bracelet falls off and he sees it and grabs it. Yep. I do like his line over uh, on his way over. He's like, see right over there? That's where Luke pushed me in. <laughs> yeah. He says, you want to push me in? I hear it's cathartic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Lorelai uses the basket to get home improvement. Uh, and she likes the idea of someone you have a crush on to have a romantic lunch with. And uh, that's when Luke's is, Luke starts saying, like, oh, that, you know, that is nice, you know. And then, then she's interrupted by Dean. Yes. And... Uh, so it's like you know another one of those like oh is this going to lead to oh interruption <laughs> they, mm-hmm. they seem to do that a bunch <laughs> um yeah yeah Dean come kind of comes at this whole thing about like oh Jess is going to get Rory into trouble like that's I'm not jealous Jess is just going to get him in, get her into trouble and I mm-hmm. I I, I kind of like half believe that <laughs> mm-hmm. you know I, I'm sure he's jealous uh, but yeah there's he just gets into a lot of fights and different things. So maybe when he does little... come to school. Yeah. When he does come to school. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Lorelai says one of the, you know, the tenants of the show and of pretty much every one of these WB dramas, you know, part of love is trust, you know? So it's, it's like just a thing that's over and over and over again. Like if you love somebody, you have to trust, them. You, you have to trust them. You can do both. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I said, you know, <laughs> I really love this person and I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that's a hack sentiment. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so Rory likes uh, Anne Rand, which uh, is worrying. Uh, Jess likes uh, uh, Hemingway. He's, and uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the other thing about that whole date is that uh, – it, Jess is not admitting that it was a plan. He just did it to upset Dean because Dean was getting so angry about it. But it was a plan. <laughs> it really was a plan, you know. It, and uh, uh, and they end up going for uh, pizza. So uh-huh. see again, like it's just like they could have just stopped at this basket, but no, she wanted to hang out with him. She wanted to have a date with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday night dinner. Yeah, Rory's mad at Lorelai because she finds out Lorelai talked to Dean. 
and mm-hmm. uh, Rory's giving a s- silent treatment, and uh, Emily ends up supporting Lorelai, which freaks Lorelai out. <laughs> yes, you need to, you know, you need to take control of this. You can't trust Rory's judgment. She's a teenager. Mm-hmm. You are her um, eyes and her ears, so she doesn't yes. make any ridiculous choices in her life. Yes, and that's when Cat stop. Lorelai <laughs> sees the <laughs> sees the error in her ways and yeah. goes and apologizes to Rory. Error though, I don't know. I think she just freaked out because you know her. She's agreeing with her mother, which is she has issues with her. You know, with doing that. I don't know. I you know, obviously, yeah, probably Lorelai shouldn't be too involved in her daughter's relationships, but she also probably should still be kind of like the guiding force of her daughter's life before she is an adult. I don't know. <laughs> she yeah, should help her. I mean, this is a. A parent's every parent's problem, you know. Yeah. Do you trust How your far child's... do I go? Yeah, Don't yeah. Because if child. you love your child, you should trust them. Well. Mm-hmm. I, I love my child, but I don't <laughs> – she's also a teenager with hormones and will lie to me, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. I, I, again, the, the, the love and trust thing going hand in hand doesn't ring true for me. Uh, oh, I love the line. You're not a little kid. I don't think you ever were a little kid. <laughs> mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. Anyway, we got to move on. Okay. <laughs> yes. Oh, at the end, uh, Rory sneaks the phone into our room and calls Jess to talk about Fountainhead. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. It should have been Lorelai. Uh, I want. I just want to say A Tisket A Tasket is my favorite episode ever. <laughs> oh, whoa. Wow. I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, why? I really enjoyed it. It's well, the spark what? of the Rory Jess thing. That's probably yes. why you're like, yeah. That's hot. <laughs> hot? And, oh, my God. And the Suki and Jackson stuff. That's that's oh, really sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. We I think Lorelai the basket stuff's sweet. Lorelai and Luke having a, a a nice lunch together as well is nice. Um, wow, one of your favorites ever. Okay. Oh, I don't know ever. I mean, of this season. I don't know. It's so funny when you know I hear like people, you know, some of our listeners saying, "Oh, you know, this Gilmore Girls episode was my favorite ever." Like. Or, or like one of my favorites. These all just kind of merge into one for me. Yeah, yeah. They <laughs> it's just an be. ongoing story, <laughs> right? It's hard to tell what is an what's in an episode. You know, if it's unless it's like a special thing where like somebody go they go out of town for something. You know that that's the only one that's like oh that was that one where they went out of town. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like oh this you know it's just like it's ongoing. I guess soap opera, but not as like cheaply made and better written. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, all right, should have been Lorelai. Right, now, it should have been Lorelai. Uh, weird lull at, at Luke's. Oh, I like that Luke is a outer limit stand. He's like, listen, everybody talks about Twilight Zone, but nobody gives any props to outer limits. Like, all right, all right. Yes, <laughs> remember, Luke's a nerd. Yeah, yeah, the, the the hidden Star Trek nerd. He's obviously it makes sense that he's uh, into the outer limits. Because you know, this was back when being a nerd was a derogatory thing. Oh yeah. Uh, Before Sheldon made it cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lane calls Rory at the diner. She's watching her with a telescope. Yeah, Mrs. Kim is so mean. Like, she's grounded. and She's even grounded from school. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, come on. Seriously? Even after they had that discussion about, you know, who Henry is. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, After she finds out that Henry is Korean. I think Mrs. Kim would be more apt to be like to push her to go after Henry because Henry is like, I mean, he's going to be a doctor for Pete's sake and he's a Korean. And Well, he's not going to be a doctor because he has problems with math. So Henry <laughs> is not going to be a doctor. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, is there a cooking show called Two Fat Ladies that I missed out on? I, 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 I do not know about this show. Yeah, me either. Okay. This was weird. Yeah. Uh, Paris comes over. They need to work on Rory's WPMs. I feel like this is a meta joke. <laughs> yeah, because the Gilmore Girls, uh, you know, everybody talks so fast with their dialogue. Mm-hmm. And their scripts are so long. Mm-hmm. Like their scripts are like super long to fit into the time because they talk so fast. <laughs> I love when Lorelai uh, welcomes her and is like, "Hey, Paris, were we expecting you?" And Paris is like, "You should have." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Christopher's nearby for a business trip, so Lorelai tells him about the debate at Chilton coming up. Mm-hmm. He says, I'll, I'll be there. Yeah, and, uh, and and so the debate happens, and uh, he, you know. Brad's show- there. Brad's there from a, from a different school. Oh, yeah. I love this about how Brad was such a, a nervous person he goes to a new school i'm making new friends i'm i'm in the i'm on the debate team i'm doing great oh paris uh, uh, yeah. turns him into a, a nervous wreck again <laughs> also uh i always thought maybe i'd be pretty good at debate but i never actually tried it but i don't like the idea that when you get to the d- debate they flip a coin on on which side you have to see. right you have to be wholeheartedly for something you may not really be for. Right. And be prepared with, you uh-huh. know, all sorts of research or whatever. So I, it really, the topic doesn't even matter. <sighs> like it could be skilled milk versus whole milk. Like it doesn't matter what the topic <laughs> is. You have to be prepared no matter what the topic is. So right. it doesn't, so your feelings or anything about the subject doesn't matter. Right. I'm sure it's a great thing you know, when you are on a debate team and you get assigned a topic and you have to be for or against something that you are for or against, literally. And that way you can kind of mm-hmm. talk from the heart. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, making an impassioned, informed uh, uh, appeal to one side uh, probably works a lot better when you're, unless, you, you know, better than like a, you know, a distance, like I don't really feel this way, <laughs> but here's the information. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, also, doctor-assisted suicide. People, if you worked in a hospital and saw things that happened, you would have a totally different outlook on what you think you know. Mm. How so many <laughs> How many suicides have you assisted in? By the way, you want to say that right here on the podcast? Uh, suicide. It's it's very complicated. It's not <laughs> that simple. Uh, I will just say my tally is at zero. <laughs> Uh, Steph's tally is it's complicated. Okay, it's we'll complicated move on. people. <laughs> um, I mean, I mean, I'm dead serious. <laughs> uh, all right, moving on. Uh, I was so freaking happy to see to see Machin 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 It's Machin. You watch more Riverdale than I do. <laughs> uh, I googled it. Oh, okay, Machin Amick Amick. Mm-hmm. I know. I always thought she was like from Brussels or someplace. Brussels, she's from like she's from like Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because of her name. Yeah. <laughs> I love that uh, uh, Sherry is. Uh, it's like I don't know if they they planned. They probably didn't plan ahead like this, but 
you know, the, her Twin Peaks character's name is Shelly. <laughs> so she, Shelly is Sherry. Ah. Oh. Um, and I like this. Like, I, I, you know, I haven't seen her much, but I, I love her. I mean, I love, oh God. I mean, she's super she's hot gorgeous. in Twin Peaks. Yeah. Like, <laughs> um, but, uh, uh, you know, I, I've seen like this really, you know, kind of like, you know, her being super nasty and whatever in, in uh, Riverdale. And, you know, sometimes you'd, you know, I, I, I quit Riverdale after season two, I think. And, uh, or is it, it's on season three now, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was season, season two. I quit after. Um, it's a guilty pleasure. It's, yeah. it's camp. It's ridiculous. Um, but, uh, it was cool seeing her in this situation. Cause this is like, she's super nice, but so bubbly, know, so bubbly. It, and, but also like throughout this is that you're like constantly like, what's her deal? Like what? What is yeah, propelling because, her? Because she okay, Lorelai and Rory invite them to come over to their house. Yeah. And in the kitchen she tells Lorelai, We don't have to be friends. Yeah. We don't have to have a relationship. I just want a relationship with Rory because for what we have coming up and what we're gonna be going through. Mm-hmm. and so yeah, you want to you don't know you you can take that different ways, just like Christopher says, you know, uh I I didn't, you didn't tell me, I didn't, you know, Rory was living, was going to live with a man that was going to be her stepfather. Right. And I wasn't involved in this process. Right. Well, little did Christopher know, uh, Max wasn't involved in that process either. So <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't going to be, he, she, Lorelai did not even consider Max as, a, she should have said that too. Like, you know, one of the things that uh, messed up our relationship was that I didn't even consider him in the father role at all. I just considered him as my husband, as my soon-to-be husband. Didn't, didn't even think about it, and uh, that really bothered Max. You know, that, that could have really saved some face with Lorelai. But yeah, exactly. So, so Sherry, Sherry's whole deal is that she's just super in love with Christopher and wants to be a part of of Rory's life and wants to be friend, great friends with Rory. And I think Christopher warded her off from. Um, Attempting to be friends with Lorelai because he feels he's bent. He's obviously, you know, by the end of this episode, super bent out of shape that, you know, he wasn't offered any sort of uh, relationship to have with uh, Max. Um, so, yes. Yeah. Christopher has just a smile on his face the whole episode. Mm-hmm. He's all, you know, upbeat. Everything's great until yep. that that end. Wow. I, you know, and and, you know, I don't jump to the end too much, but like. Like, I don't know, the the whole the whole um, beatdown of Lorelai, like, I was actually waiting for uh, Luke to step in. Oh, I know. He was like, you could tell he looked very protective of he her. Was he ready. was like, hey, 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 hey. Like, well, you could tell that's what was going on in his brain. Hey, hey, mm-hmm. hey, watch out. Mm-hmm. Leave her alone because he was so angry at her. Christopher was so angry at Lorelai. Um, yeah, you're blaming me for breaking up with Max. Um, do you want me to apologize for ruining your life? Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, but you know, so I'm glad, you know, I was worried about, uh, Sherry throughout the episode that like, what is her deal? Like, is she like a black widow or something? <laughs> like something, yeah. something like, you know, uh, you know, cause we know her from like, you know, high drama genre kind of thing, like Twin Peaks and, uh, uh, Riverdale. And, yeah, you're uh, waiting for the other shoe to fall. Like, mm-hmm. what is what's the deal with her? Yeah, is she use like well, what could she possibly be using him for? You know, because he's it looks like she's the one that kind of got his, you know, his button to gear. Mm-hmm. Like, 
uh, is there some sort of like you know because he does come from a rich family because so is it something that has to do with that but yeah it it's good to know that it really was Christopher behind the weirdness. Um, okay, so what else? Um, oh, let me go back to the debate. Uh, the other student with Brad that was from his school, her last name was Waterford. Okay. And, you know, in The Handmaid's Tale. <laughs> oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Of course, yes, because uh, Rory's in the, the Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is the end of the connections to other things that these actors have done. Oh, yeah? Yeah. All right. Friday night dinner. Christopher mm-hmm. goes because, I mean, Ror, uh, Lorelai does not call Emily and Richard and tell them that Rory is not coming to Friday night dinner. That's a big mistake. Right. And so Lorelai and Christopher show up at Friday night dinner and Emily is pissed. Mm-hmm. And then when she hears about... Christopher's girlfriend, oh, you know, he sold his motorcycle. He bought a Volvo. Oh, that's a family car. Oh, Sherry, she must be a good-looking woman. Wink, wink. Yeah, Dad, she's a good-looking woman. Wink, wink. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we get a lot of this woman and Christopher's friend from uh, Emily. And, uh, you know, that's what brings the title of the episode, and it should have been Lorelai. She thinks that if, you know, and she kind of blames Lorelai. You know, it's crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't see much. I wish we had more into the next couple episodes because, yeah, I remember finishing this episode and being like, holy cow, like Emily is, you know, heartbroken over the loss of this future that she was hoping for Lorelai and Mm -hmm. is and is holding a grudge against her because she doesn't she thinks it's Lorelai's fault. It's Mm -hmm. all Lorelai's fault. She didn't make the effort. And uh, and and also Christopher is, you know, super pissed at um, Lorelai as well. Um, I, I sure hope that, you know, they set up these pins. I, I sure hope that, uh, you know, we have like, uh, six more episodes of the season. I, I hope, uh, hope some of it getting, you know, obviously it's never, none of it ever gets resolved, but <laughs> more is talked about, I don't know about the hurt there. Uh, yeah. So, but this puts into, uh, Lorelai is just, you know, the timing was never right with me and Christopher. It just wasn't in the cards. Yeah. And so I'll uh, Emily puts it in the idea in Lorelai's head that it was always supposed to, it was meant to be, it was meant to be. And then she's wondering what is, what was Rory thinking this whole time? What was Rory's expectations? Yeah. Because most children want their parents together for stability (laughs) or whatever. So the next day at uh, Luke's diner, Lorelai asked Rory, what what have you been thinking about me and your dad this whole time? She was like, yeah, you know, I thought about you two being together, but I also thought about you and Pee Wee Herman. Or you and Matthew Broderick. Matthew Broderick. Uh, just imagine how easy producer tickets would be. And, and then uh, Rory and again, just runs the, out. So the, like, uh, it's not a big deal to Rory. Uh, well, I mean, I think Laurel, uh, this is again one of those, you know, the, the trademark thing. And I, you know, obviously it's not a trademark of this show in particular, but once you start getting into deeper stuff, there's an interruption. The, the, the interruption here, you know, they, this could have really evolved into a, a, an even more deeper conversation. But, yeah, you know. could Rory have ended up saying, all kidding aside, yeah, I, deep down inside, I thought you and Dad would, would end up together. Yeah. I mean, Lorelai was saying this whole thing, like, should it have been me, you know? Um, what did I do? I, what did I do that, what did I do wrong that mm-hmm. made this not happen? Yeah. Um. 
what else? Uh, oh, yeah, there's the whole CD exchange, which, which is funny. Kirk distracting Mrs. Kim while Michelle in uh, disguise is jogging. And he's been jogging around for an hour because the time of the the CD drop was changed. <laughs> no, because the time of the Bible study was changed because yeah. of the, the, the pastor's uh, handball game or something. And Michelle was not told of the time change, so he's been running around for an hour and he's exhausted. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. So that's the reason why – I'm sorry. I'm like skipping to the end again, but we're pretty much there. Um, mm-hmm. By the way, Sherry Sherry dropped a little thing here as they were all saying goodbye that um, she'd be she was she's eager to visit the Emily and uh, Richard sometime. <laughs> like, oh yeah, what what situation do you think <laughs> would cause that to even happen? And uh, do you have any idea what's coming? <laughs> <laughs> you don't know Emily Gilmore. <laughs> no, because she wants to see the the painting, uh, the portrait of of Rory in Richard's study. That's pretty. She just loves – well, I don't know. She just loves Rory and like Rory says, she's touchy-feely. I, she's really growing up – like growing a bond. I mean she, I think she yes. loves Christopher and the fact that he's got this like perfect daughter and gosh, you know, I'm sure she's – didn't she say something about wanting to have kids or something? Oh, I think that this – I think that this was understated. I think Sherry really wants to have kids. Yeah. Because, uh, okay, so in Luke's Diner, when Rory is telling Lorelai about her evening, the evening before with Sherry, you know, giving her the lowdown, oh, she was in an 11-year relationship. Now she will only date somebody if she's sure, you know, pretty sure it's going to be a relationship. She really wants, she said, before she met dad, she was even considering single parent, you know, like single parent, having a, having a baby. Yeah, that's right. Without that's a right. partner. And Laura, Laura said, oh, that's really wanting a baby. Mm-hmm. So I think like Sherry is, because uh, uh, Lorelai says TikTok, TikTok. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think Sherry is feeling the, um, you know. Yeah, I wonder if that's going to end up breaking Christopher and Sherry up too. Like, I wonder if that, you know, I wonder how long Sherry's going to stay in the picture because, yeah, who knows? You know, Rory is, you know, 16 years old and, you know, he, uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I was in kind of the same um, predicament, although, you know, I actually stayed in my daughter's daughter's life with my first wife, um, that once I met uh, the girl that, you know, I really... It, you know, I'm in love with you know <laughs> my, my my present wife. Uh, I wanted to, I wanted a second chance. I wanted to have kids. I wanted to be like day in day out, be in my kids' lives. Uh, you know, I'm, like like you really can't do when you're living in separate households. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I wanted that second chance. So I wonder if Christopher is going to have that same reaction because if he does, that that'll keep them solid. But if he doesn't, if he thinks I had a kid, I'm just starting my new career. I need to focus on this, whatever, you know, getting, getting my act together, keeping it together, working on my career. I don't have time for kids. You know, I don't. Yes. But also I feel like she would have said, look, we're getting serious. We're going to have a baby. We're going to do do, do. this. Is how it's going to be. Right. And he sold his motorcycle and got a Volvo for her. Right. So So it seems like he's leaning towards, but then again, he could be doing it because it's something she wants. And, you know, just like all TV dramas do, they, I just had a second thought, like, 
one of the writers in the writer's room decided to make my character uh, all of a sudden doubt this and mm-hmm. <laughs> to, to have the, the, the plot contrivance of the week or whatever, you know. Uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, right now, I think, uh, you know, I, I hope for the best for them. But yeah, it is a, it is a vicious argument, you know, at the end because, and, and I think, you know, it's funny, you know, I'm listening to Lorelai talk about, talk to Chris, Christopher about, um, about how, how she's been feeling, like how, like she's always had him in the back. He's been, he's been like, once I get my shit together, or once he gets his shit together, um, or both, it's going to happen. We're going to end up being back together again. We're going to be a family together, Rory. And, um, and because of that, she's thinking that, uh, that made her sabotage any other relationship she's been in. And it was really, I I was like, Oh, you know, when Christopher was like, are you freaking kidding me? (laughs) You're blaming me. Like, uh, I don't know. Cause I see it from his point of view too. Like he literally, came to her hat in hand and said, let's try this. I'm getting my act together. I'm working, you know, let's make another go of it. And she turned him down. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I think he was just like, let's just completely frustrated with the whole thing. And, um, and the fact that now he's happy, you know, don't throw that, you know, juju in my head. <laughs> like, don't, don't mess with my head like that. You know? So yes, I'm don't sure it's blame me for nope. your yeah. mess. Sure like, I've just been living my life. Yeah. I'm not doing anything. I'm not bothering nobody. I'm just, right. I'm just over here living my life and you're putting this all on me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that was a good up. Yep. Very Lost good. and found. Lost and found. The bracelet. Uh, oh, uh, Lorelai was trying to clean out her gutters, but she cut her hand and mm. she's all dramatic about her cut hand. Yeah, they start talking about healing abilities and superpowers. And uh, my, my my question for you is, uh, what superhero power would Lorelai get if she um, all of a sudden was infected with some sort of radiation? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a superpower. Uh, flesh-eating bacteria. <laughs> I think she'd get the power to talk people to death. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to Luke's and she's going to have a side of pancakes on top of her pancakes. Near death experience. She needs some nice fluffy pancakes. Caesar's cooking. Oh no. Yeah. Where's Luke? I was like, what? Excuse me? Somebody else cooks at Luke's? Like, when did this start? Yeah. I mean, I've oh, seen some know, people wandering around Caesar, in the background every once in a while. Caesar but. was, when she ran in to Luke's to get him to go bid on her basket, Caesar was there uh, serving food. Uh, yeah. I haven't, you know, they've been so like non entities with no lines. Um, yeah, yeah, he doesn't have any ones. Yeah, it's like the uh, the car valets for the Independence Inn. I have no idea <laughs> what happened to him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Luke is up in his apartment looking for his ledger, and Liz had shipped the rest of Jess Jess's stuff, and so that apartment up there is just full of stuff, and he can't find his ledger. Hmm. Is this where does Lorelai admit to having a Mel Brooks tattoo on her butt, or is she saying she wants to get one? I think she wants to get one. Okay. <laughs> Again, I'm thinking about her naked butt. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, they have a good. They come up with a good idea. Jess can clean out the gutters. Yeah. And Rory wants Lorelai to give Jess a chance for the sake of the diner. Mm. Oh yeah, the the night time thing. Um, night at the diner. I I was like, is Luke drinking a Corona? 
Is he family? Um, also, he's watching a little TV. I was like, why isn't he watching Netflix on his phone like regular people do? <laughs> because don't you know, even in 2019, Luke has a flip phone. <laughs> Luke is not going to have a smartphone. Yep. So Luke needs more room. I could not believe how much stuff. Like, how you could that child? How could that child have that much yeah, stuff? Yeah, Liz is like, I'm done. He's yours. That's not so. Anymore. Like, I mean, if there was furniture involved, that's one thing. But it seemed like boxes and boxes and boxes and boxes of stuff. I was like, where, where did all this? What is? What could possibly be in all those boxes? I just thought way too many boxes for a teenager. Yeah. Um. So he's a big Funko that, Pop collector. Yeah, they're uh, all full of Funko Pops. <laughs> uh, so Luke is fed up. He's going to find a new place to live. Yep. And so, uh, so Rory's trying to give get Lorelai like, oh, you know, I'm going to be dating just soon. Eventually, it's going to happen. <laughs> I got to get my mom to like him. That's very important. Mm-hmm. And I need to have Jess like my mom as well. So. Lorelai does mention the fact that um, she didn't like Luke for the first two years that she met him and called him Duke all the time. <laughs> Which I thought was funny. But, yeah. Uh, and then Jess comes over and he is just refuses to speak. Like he just clams up and it yep. just makes things awkward. So mm-hmm. Lorelai is trying to talk to him and he just looks at her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so Rory takes him outside and like, why do you clam up when my mother comes around? You know, if you care about me, mm-hmm. you'll try with my mother. I mean, I didn't <laughs> mean care. I mean, I mean. <laughs> uh, okay. First thing I'm going to just say, um, Rory telling Lorelai that he has to like, she has to like Jess. No, she doesn't. <laughs> I just straight up like, no, she doesn't. She does not yeah. have to like him. <laughs> it's it's like, just an excuse. It's just that thing that's been going ever since the pilot of don't mess up. You know, because when Lorelai had the fight with Luke and they couldn't go into the diner, it made life difficult. Mm-hmm. So for the sake of being able to go into the diner, please try to like Jess. Yeah. It's just an excuse. Or just, I don't know. I I mean, I, I, would, I would say you can argue with Lorelai to be passive about Jess <laughs> and not be like, Oh, that you know that that or whatever. I don't I don't trust him. Yada yada yada. Um, just you know, I mean, if you love Rory, you got to trust her that she's making the right decisions. Yes, love is tr- love is trust is love. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, whatever. But, uh, on the other hand, it's like yeah, um, Rory is asking Jess to uh, like or talk to his to, to her mom. You know, if he cares, and. Uh, Again, he doesn't have to. He doesn't really have to. But if they're dating, if they end up dating, he's got to at least be um, polite. Um, but I, I don't like the idea of forcing a friendship on somebody <laughs> between two people. <laughs> I don't know. Mm-hmm. Luckily, you know, they're both uh, uh, pretty great characters. And, uh, you know, they eventually bond over Chinese food, it seems. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. We're What else? Uh they go to the book sale. Rory is so excited about this, like, used book sale. And suddenly, Dean does not read. You remember when, yeah. when Dean was, we- was reading? Oh, well, we have to. to uh, now, Tolstoy Jess is the one that and- reads. Mm. Yeah, Jess is the one that reads. So we, have to stro- we have to show that Dean is not as cool as Jess now. Because mm-hmm. uh, Steph is shipping uh, Rory and Jess now. Yes, Dean is just a dude. Oh, God, God forbid he wants to go see Lord of the Rings again. Ugh. What a nerd. 
And, 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 uh, you know, and it's sad because like, he's like, he says that Rory had a great time and really liked it and wanted to see, said, she said she wanted to see it again and again. Well, now, now all of a sudden she doesn't, you know? Um, but, uh, yeah, they make it. I like the, the deal that Rory's going to check out the astronomy section. Then they're going to go see Lord of the Rings together, and then they're going to rent Autumn in New York and mock it because that's a that's a Gilmore thing to do. You, you mock movies and TV shows and Christmas. What cards. is Autumn in New York? No, oh, that's Richard Gere and Winona Ryder. Ooh. I don't think I've ever seen it. Like them as a couple? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Gross. Yeah, I have no idea what the circumstances are. Because you know Winona Ryder is young. Is forever young. <laughs> <laughs> well, she's probably like in real life, like ten years younger than Richard Gere. Yeah. So it is still kind of gross. <laughs> you know, she's like our age. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, ba 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 ba. Uh, Dean notices that she doesn't wear. She's not wearing the bracelet, and she's like, "Oh, it made her have a rash." So it liar, yes. bad Rory. Number one. Mark it down. Lie, lie number first one. Lie. <laughs> but it's this whole thing where it's like, well, if I don't lie, you know, he's going to be so mad at me. Like, mm. no, people lose things all the time. It, unfortunately, this whole situation with Jess has been so like, has made Dean so freaking nervous that she now has to be like afraid of uh, showing any sort of uh, symbolic dents in their relationship, you know, <laughs> where yeah. you know just lying is just gonna. I have to lie so Dean is so I, so Dean is not set off. Yeah, he's gonna be set. He's just anything will set him off. So I have yeah. to lie. Right. Like, what kind of relationship is that? No, not really good. Not really good at all. It's turning Rory into uh, a lying liar, jerk, lying, lying jerk. An immoral liar. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, uh, uh, Jess uh, snuck into Rory's room and Lorelai saw it. And uh, he pretends, oh, I was looking at her books. Uh, let me tell you, if I was in Lorelai's place, I would, I would not be so forgiving. <laughs> I would not be happy at all. What are you doing in my daughter's room? Mm-hmm. Get off my property. <laughs> That's icky. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so she invites him to come and eat Chinese where they, the night before, they ordered all of the, the oh, chicken, yeah, that was before, everything yeah. from the chicken column. And he, he, at first, he does, a, he turns her down, but he decides for Rory's sake to eat the Chinese with Lorelai and to talk. So they do mm-hmm. talk a little bit. Yep. I wrote down He's, the name had, Yule I'm Gibbons. Yeah, there were several things. Like back in the Tisket to Tasket, there was all these McCarthy and somebody as probably a senator from McCarthyism. I don't know. But I did. it was it has something to do with vegetables. I forget. Or like he's teenagers like a, shouldn't know these names. I don't know these names. <laughs> teenagers definitely don't know these names. Oh, no. This is a – I thought that was a – I thought that was a Laurel. I don't know. I didn't write down the context. I like the fact that they're looking around for the bracelet. They look under the couch. Uh, Rory says, oh, Grandma's pen. <laughs> Laura likes like, leave it there. It makes things fun. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, yeah. So that's when he sneaks into her room and leaves the bracelet. And uh, just kind of carrying this thing towards the end of the episode. Um, uh, oh, yeah. I, write, I, I also wrote down, I just realized that Rory's room is off the kitchen. Like, I should have known that. But... Um, I just, I just thought it was upstairs. I just, no, I thought Rory's room was off the living room. No, it's like you walk, 
you walk okay so if you walk you into walk the, in front, the door, front door if you, you turn, turn left left is the living room uh-huh, right is right the kitchen, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. but her room is you know to the right as you're walking towards the kitchen towards which the doesn't right. make yeah which doesn't make it any would sense have to be the left i know it would have to be the left but it's it's to the right which makes no sense because then Roy's room would be on the front porch <laughs> or or maybe they, you walk in the front door and their hallway is like as large as like the length of a room. I don't think so. We need we need we need floor plans. There's got to be thought, some Gilmore nerd out there that that has floor I thought plans for that. You walked house. into the front of the front door, turn left to go into the living room and immediately right goes up the stairs, but mm-hmm. if you go past the stairs, you oh, go to no, Rory's no. room. Nope. Uh, okay. Because I remember specifically when Lane was hiding out in there, you know, uh-huh. that last season, and that room, like, what, like Lorelai and Max were making coffee, and Lane was like right behind the door, right, right, behind, you know, like the door off the kitchen. It's really messed up. We need, we need floor plans. Oh, okay, I got gotcha. you. We need floor plans. Okay, gotcha. No spoilery right. floor plan, plans either, just in case they renovate or something <laughs> or somebody moves in. Now, this is okay. where Kirk lives. <laughs> No, no, no. Used to be Rory's room. (laughs) Anyway, so sorry. Um, All right. So there's this whole thing about uh, Jess and uh, Luke go to look for apartments. Oh, wait, wait, wait. wait, wait. I want to finish the the, the bracelet plot because we're so far into it. Finish the bracelet plot. Well, yeah. Lorelai, once Rory finds the uh, bracelet under the the bed, Lorelai confronts Jess and says, "Like I know you hate the world, or why would you do that to Laura, to Rory?" As if like he he literally stole it from her mm-hmm. and then felt guilty and then put it back. And like <laughs> Jess is so upset at this accusation, I think that he doesn't bother to correct her. <laughs> he doesn't say he's he's like he should have said she left it. I picked it up and. It's maybe it's just a little more. I think it's a little easier to have her assume that he stole it than to actually say, I picked it up. I thought about giving it back to her, but I'm in love with her and I had to hold on to something that was hers. This smelled like her. And also, bonus, Dean made it for her. So it's going to obviously make him mad. Like, again, was this like, I'm sure he didn't plan to take the bracelet. He didn't steal the bracelet. He picked it up. And much like he planned to do the basket thing, was he also planning on this kind of sabotaging their relationship until he saw how upset Rory was about missing this bracelet. And then he decided to just leave it and let her off. Yeah, I think I think he held on to it and, and was just like, let's see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's just see how long it takes for her to miss this precious thing. And also, like, it, 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 what plays a factor in it is, did Jess know that Dean made that bracelet for Rory and before this episode or did Jess just hold on to it because it was something of Rory's. She's going to say she lost it, but it's going to be my little personal, like I love her so much and cry over it every night. You know, um, (laughs) I don't think, or did he know that Dean made it and you know, that would drive a wedge between them. Like, does he know that it's a bracelet between Dean and Rory at all? You know? Mm, Yeah. We don't know that. We don't know that. I don't know if we ever find that out either. Um, uh, but yeah, he says, I, I love this whole, like, well, t- tell me why it took two weeks for her to figure out that the bracelet was missing. Two mm-hmm. weeks. And it, that does say something. Mm-hmm. Again, like, I'm not sure if he knew that was 
a, rela- a relationship bracelet or just one of Rory's bracelets. So I'd, l- I'd love to know because I that would, I'd like to know more about Jess and what's going on in his, his mind. I don't uh, think it matters. It matters to me. I think, but I think they I gave think us what they wanted Jess. us to have that Lorelai is, thinks that, that Jess is a hoodlum and he stole it. Mm-hmm. And from his perspective, if it, if it represents her and Dean's relationship, then it's not, must not be that important to her because she didn't miss it. And that's it. So yeah, Luke and Lorelai have a conversation towards the end. And also the- Rory is happy to get the bracelet back because it won't make Dean mad. Right. Yeah. So Luke and Lorelai talk at the end and uh, yeah, Luke's all for Rory would be a great influence. On oh Jess. yeah. Not what Lorelai wanted to hear. Nope. <laughs> Uh, Okay, so um, We should really kind of summarize The whole Luke looking for A new place Jess and Luke Go looking at apartments Mm -hmm. And and Jess says Oh, we can hold hands and skip Or something like that That was weird (laughs) So he goes, he he got Jess gets frustrated and leaves Leaves Luke alone looking for an apartment Luke, Luke is really putting a lot of emphasis on making Jess happy with this apartment. When he, Luke can pick out the apartment, Jess can just move in and be happy with it or upset about it or whatever. Like, it shouldn't matter. Right. Jess's opinion on this apartment shouldn't matter this much, but for some reason, it matters to Luke. So, he gets upset and frustrated and calls Lorelai. She goes with him. Of course, the real estate lady thinks that they're a couple. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, if my husband and I looked like you two, nothing would get done. <laughs> <laughs> Weird. Uh, but yeah, it does come out with uh, Luke. Luke's some of Luke's frustration is that he doesn't know how permanent this whole jesting is. Like he's going to move out of all his comfort zone, his his great single apartment, his dad's office, a lot of meaning wrapped up in that, just for Jess and all his junk. And if he goes to college next year or Attica, uh, he's going to have a whole new living situation for nothing. And, uh, and then Lorelai's like, well, the ladies, uh, might not like the fact that you have a single bed and <laughs> you live in your father's office. So maybe, uh, maybe having a bigger place might be good for your dating life. Again, oblivious Lorelai. Uh, <laughs> and so, so he finally decides on a place and it turns out that Taylor owns the building. Which I was like, oh my god, this is setting up such great comedy for the future. <laughs> like Taylor being his landlord, and oh, you're doing all sorts of der- you know things wrong. That you know, why why would you hang that curtain up in your window when obviously the color scheme is totally wrong? <laughs> and I love the fact that he, you know, we find out he's buying up the whole town. He's also bought the flower shop next to Luke's, and he's going to be turning it into a collectible plate store, <laughs> which is like such like. It's just like, just like it's like the cat store, you know. It's like such a a niche, silly idea that in any normal town would probably fail within like six months. But in Stars yeah. Hollow, absolutely would be a, a, a thriving business. <laughs> I, I, I want to know what are the jobs that these people have <laughs> because I went to this very affluent neighborhood the other day to buy running shoes, and they do have these. You know, shops there, these niche shops, 
that you would see in these towns. And these are all lawyers and doctors that live in this community. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like these are like high dollar. You have to have high paying jobs to have these stupid stores. Mm-hmm. So where do these people in Stars Hollow work? <laughs> How does money come into this town? I don't I don't know, but they are a town I think that is strictly for buying local. Like you do not buy outside the town. And if you do, you get talked about at the town meeting. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so yeah, Taylor, quality control, lawn length, the color has to be historically correct. <laughs> and then he starts talking about taking the Williams hardware sign down. And it's this point I wrote down in my notes like, holy crap, Luke is gonna lose his mind. <laughs> <laughs> So that's kind of up in the air until we find out that Luke coming storming into Lorelai's saying that he spent like $100,000 and it's all her fault. Um, and he's just he's going to expand Luke's into or, expand, you know, he's bought the building next to Luke's and uh, well, Lorelai says you have options. Yeah, you can expand Luke's or you can rent it to somebody to drive Taylor crazy. Right. So at the end, he hands Jess a sledgehammer and is just like, you know, you got your teenage angst. <laughs> Here you go. Like, smashes a hole in the wall. Like, finish it up. <laughs> finish it up. We'll hold hands and skip afterwards. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Which, like, gosh, I hope he looked at some blueprints of those two buildings together and, like, how structurally. Um, yeah, I hope that's not a low barren wall. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, or just, you know. The idea of just expanding into a building that is, I don't know, it must be like a right, obviously, it, it must be part of the same building or or maybe so close to the building that it's, there's no space between them. I don't know. Anyway, we're going to need uh, Luke's diner floor plans, Gilmore <laughs> Nerds as well. <laughs> no spoilers. <laughs> All, right. All right. There's that the looks my least favorite. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's the rub. Oh, oh, this is cute. There's construction at Luke's already. <laughs> Why he has this diner open is beyond me. Like yeah. maybe he's just you know he needs the money really bad. Yeah, um, can't close. It, that diner never closes. <laughs> I mean, really, he's got to be exhausted. He must work a hundred hours a week. Uh, besides Caesar cooking every once in a while, and then mm-hmm. uh, Jess brings Rory an umbrella. Yeah, I thought that was funny. <laughs> Um, and I'm sure it was like, you know, you put it, you, you stenciled on your heart and your scrapbook of all your favorite Rory and Jess moments. Um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh, so yeah, Emily gets some sort of package, two day spa visits and she uh, wasn't interested in it. She was just going to give it to Lorelai, but Lorelai was like, Ooh, ah, fancy. And so it makes Emily interested. So she is going to join her. All right. So since we're running long, let's let's concentrate on the spa stuff first, and then we'll go back to what Rory, what happens with Rory. Okay. Or you want to do Rory's first? Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Go. All right. We're on Lorelai. Okay. So yeah, uh, she talks up the spa stuff so much that Emily wants to be a part of it, and uh, yeah, this and is a this is a Lorel- surprise to Lorelai. Yeah, and Lo- so Lorelai calls the spa and and schedules all of their <laughs> spa treatments separately. And then and then when Emily gets there to take her to the spa, she's like, oh, "They had a mix up in the schedule. I called and had to reschedule us all together again." By the way, they came in a limo. Like most of this episode, I'm like, "Lorelai, lighten up, okay? 
your mother wants to have a relationship with you. This is something that you even were talking about. Like you guys should work on your communication. You should spend more time together. Like, uh, I mean, I, I think the only thing that like, is kind of like, like they really leaned on like, Oh, Emily's being super annoying, you know, as the episode went on and, and you know, when they're getting a couple's a massage, it's hard to relax when she's just like chattering. away. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, Oh yeah, no, actually I wrote down no coffee. This is the first legitimate thing that Lorelai should be irritated about. <laughs> oh, yeah, so they yeah, they go into the spa and there's cucumbers in the water and <laughs> and Emily's like, "Oh, I love this." And Lorelai said, "Yeah, if there's ranch dressing in the soap dispensers then uh, you know, this is perfect." And no, they they don't serve caffeine at all. Oh. Oh, I love when they check in. Um Emily's like, we intend to leave here completely different people. Lorelai's like, I'm going to be Ted Nugent. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So adjoining rooms, Emily's super excited about the the robes. And uh, yeah, it's just talking, 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 just to really give Lorelai something actually to be. Yeah, it's really mud. I should have been repulsed, but I'm really enjoying it. Twigs, the twigs. They say the twigs have healing properties. And then Lorelai goes into the quiet room. (laughs) And then pushes her out and points at the sign. <laughs> Have you ever done a spa day before? No. I, I've i wanted to, but I'm too cheap. You have a great relationship with your mother. Do you think you'd do it with your mother? My mother is too cheap. Well, if if, if you got free gift certificates, would this bother you? Be like, oh, I can't relax. It's my mother. Ugh. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is something we would do okay. if we weren't too cheap. <laughs> Also, like getting a couple's massage with your mother. Lorelai's uh, complaint that, oh, most couples actually have sex after having a couple's yeah. massage. Yeah, that is that, – that, oh, 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 let's don't even talk about that. That's gross. <laughs> like, I don't know. Like, dude, I, I, I honestly haven't gotten massages enough in my life by strangers that I would think of it as anything but kind of, you know, sexy, make me feel good. <laughs> so I don't know how I'd feel. Uh, uh I think at this point in my life, I I don't think I really want anybody else's hands rubbing my body at this point. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I've had I had one massage, mm-hmm. and it was not a pleasant experience. It hurt, and then I got another massage, and it was wonderful. Ah, okay. So it just depends on it depends on who you get, somebody good or somebody not so good. So to me, I'm not willing to risk all that money for it to be up in the air on what kind of massage uh-huh. I get. Yeah. Um, so, uh, they start bonding over the vicious trollop lipstick, which is good. I'm like, oh good. They're, they're nice. And then they're like even more bonding because the, the, the dinner menu of tofu is not anything they really want. So yeah, to- they really like tofu here mm-hmm. and, uh, everything's steamed and these, co- oh, they do have cookies sweetened with sprouted mung beans, <laughs> monk beans. So they're going to go out for stay. Oh, but we're about, right before this, Rory calls to ask Laura or Lorelai calls Rory or whatever. And uh, Rory, Rory asks how it is, and Lorelai says, it's tranquil. Let me finish. Tranquilizers are going to be needed. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great joke. <laughs> so they go to a steak restaurant where Emily bristles at the fact that they have to eat it at the bar. <laughs> yeah, prostitutes eat at the bar at, uh, a, at a, a, a chop shop. Did you immediately recognize the band? No. Who is that? That's Marty and Elaine. Uh, Who's that? They are famous L.A. <laughs> lounge act. Uh, they were in Swingers, uh, 
But um, yeah, they've been playing since like I don't know, like the sixties or seventies. Husband and wife. I figured. I believe. I, I figured they were something. Like, yep. I didn't think they were just two rando people. Oh, they were, yeah, exact, exact. I, I, I recognized them. I thought there were some other stuff. I was trying to like Google, but um, I couldn't find anything but swingers and Gilmore Girls. Um, but uh, I, I recognized them, and I didn't think I was that like familiar with swingers, but. I, get, I mean, besides the fact that I'm money, baby. Um, yeah, but, I just watched Swingers the other day, and I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. You didn't even. Mm-mm. Yeah. In preparation for my trip to Vegas, I watched Swingers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so, so yeah, and, and it's it's definitely like something that probably made you go, huh, they must be somebody because they kept mm-hmm. on like kind of focusing in on them. And they played like several songs, you know, through this whole thing, uh, which was cool. Mm-hmm. So we find out this is a 60-40 bar. Mm-hmm. Silver Fox, Barney holes. Miller. Barney Miller. I was so happy. I was like, <laughs> yes! Hal Linden! Like, I used to watch Barney Miller all the time as a, as a kid. Like a, like a Nick and Knight thing, I think. Or maybe even when it was originally on. I, f- I forget what the dates were that there was on. But uh, one of the uh-huh. best theme songs in uh, TV. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, by the way, his name is Chad. Oh, uh, yeah. It looks just like a Chad. Okay. <laughs> I just... I don't, I wouldn't think of his name as a Chad, but I think they were trying to uh, – the writers were trying to be cheeky about like, oh, obviously Chad's going to come up and you know try to romance you with lines at a singles bar. Well, here is like you know 60-something Chad. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, he pulls the, oh, you look more like sisters. you know. <laughs> and uh, then he and Emily get to dancing. And mm-hmm. Emily is a uh, Emily, or sorry, uh, the lady that plays Emily's name is Kelly Bishop. Kelly Bishop is Broadway, right? She, yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, "Oh, I don't dance." Oh, yeah, mm. she dances. Yeah, you dance. <laughs> and then she gets pulled into a slow one, "Someone to Watch Over Me," which is a song that they've been they've used before. Um, I believe that was like season one during the winter episode. Uh, I, I I just picturing like. Uh, I think it was like a Lorelai Max kind of thing a song they played during that. But um, but Emily is very disturbed by this because yeah he's he is you know he's not being inappropriate with her. Um, he's just you know bringing her close and close dancing and being kind of you know romantic with her and it, and it is a romantic song. Um, well, and Emily and Richard have been having problems lately. Yeah, yeah. So this really bothers her. Mm-hmm. She should not be fraternizing with other men. You know, she gets a little extreme about it. Like, I've practically cheated on your father. But again, maybe like unpopular opinion. But I think if I was Richard, I, I, I'd be bothered if my wife was like dancing close during a slow to a slow song with some, you know, stranger, you know, some guy that I didn't know that was obviously trying to put, you know, try to be close with my wife. I would. I would probably be bothered if I was Richard. So, uh, you know, yeah, Emily kind of overreacts a bit, but I think, you know, for her marriage, <laughs> she might have done the right idea. What, what do you think about that? Or maybe she got up. She got so upset because it was a temptation to her because mm-hmm. the time she, the the point she is in her life and relationship with Richard, maybe she feels uh, she. This is a. You know, a temptation. It's making her feel certain ways that she shouldn't be feeling. Right. With being a married woman. 
Um, and also she's bothered because there's, it's not proper for a mother to act that way in front of a daughter. Um, which I think is kind of like a, I don't know. She like let her defenses down and all of a sudden that, like that old adage kind of came up inside of her where, where really it wasn't something she was actually concerned about. Yeah. But she was just also, bringing up all sorts of defenses. Yeah. All sorts of excuses, but yeah. also, uh, Lorelai has used that before, you know, with, with Max, mm-hmm. you know, I, I have to be a example for you. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So, uh, they leave and then they start talking about the relationship because, uh, uh, Emily is ready to just leave. She's the whole weekend's ruined or whatever. Um, and then she just brings it down to like the, the core frustration of the why show. Can't, why can't we have what you and Rory have? Yeah. Rory, you guys are best friends first, mother and daughter second. Emily is just mother and mother and daughter. And, um, so Lori's, uh, Lori, Lorelai's solution is to steal ropes. We got to do something together. Yeah. To bond something specific, and so they're gonna steal the. And so, Laura, uh, Emily's like, "Do you and Rory steal ropes?" <laughs> no, Rory's too moral for that. <laughs> she gets like excited about it. <laughs> oh my mm-hmm. god, you vicious trollop! And the fact that the you know that's the thing. It's like, um, yeah, Lorelai and Rory have been together her entire life. Like Lorelai and Emily have not. Yeah, um, they need they, time. Many, many years of distance and all that bonding time was just gone. And I like, you know, they do, Lorelai says stealing the robes is going to be symbolic of their trip together. This is good. This is like one of those things that they can go, they can look back on and I don't know, build that, uh, their relationship on, uh, mm-hmm. these bonding moments. All right. Um, but when Lorelai wasn't looking, Emily uh, returned the ropes. <laughs> she did? I didn't catch that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, pull it out of the bag and drop it up and then as they were leaving? Or? Oh, you know, it's just a, a, a line of dialogue. Line of dialogue? Oh, I didn't realize. All mm-hmm. right. So, we're running out of time. Rory's, uh-huh. Rory's day off. Rory's day off without. Oh, Rory is so excited to have the house to herself. Yeah. Uh, Lorelai's like, you know, are you going to throw a wild party? Are you going <laughs> to? No. She's going to stay in, do her laundry, order Indian food, and well, do homework. Yeah. Some people, uh, you know, would take advantage of the fact that, uh, you know, with your parents away, your mom away, um, you're going to do the things that you would never do. With your mom around, and oh, you know, for just, most most people, it's like party, party, party. Invite all my friends over, trash the house. For Rory, it's I'm going to watch what I want on TV. I'm going to order that Indian food my mother hates. I'm going to go to bed early. Even you know, my mother probably her mother probably keeps her up. <laughs> you know, like, <laughs> like all the things she like. Ah, oh, this would be a perfect day. <laughs> well, just you know, Dean is like, oh, you, your mother's out of town this weekend. I should oh, come yeah, over. Yeah. Uh-huh. Nope. I have plans of my own. I'm going to do laundry. What? Yeah. What? You're going to do laundry. Dean is disappointed. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, um, yeah, Paris, Paris got wants a, to study. Yeah. Because she, got she an made an A-. minus. Yeah, yeah. But Louise and Madeline have dates. They're not going to break their dates to nope. uh, study with Paris. So Paris goes to Rory. Yeah, apparently Paris' parents are back together because his dad, her dad realized after Paris crunched the numbers for him <laughs> how much a divorce is going to cost. <laughs> so they're trying to make it work for, for money. <laughs> uh, so, um, oh yeah. Yeah, Lorelai asks uh, um, Rory to burn the house down after they have, she has the <laughs> uh, 
Paris is obviously jealous of the whole relationship. It must suck to always see your parents, you know, like <laughs> have a great relationship with them, whatever. Um, and so she set Rory settles to do an hour with uh, Paris. And yeah, she promises her an hour, just an hour. <laughs> I'm going to go change. Well, my hour doesn't start till you get back. <laughs> uh so, yeah, Jess stops by with a care package that Luke boxed up for her. Mm-hmm. A ton of food. And I love that Jess also has the same reaction to the Indian food. You're going to burn down the house afterwards, <laughs> right? Because the smell will never get out. So that's interesting. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, oh, shoot. I lost my place. Uh, she off- he, oh, he asked for a Jess, tip. And- okay. Jess only, he only offered to deliver this care package, package from Luke. Because he had to get out of the construction zone because, you know, he, oh, he was yeah. just driving him crazy. That was the only reason he volunteered to bring this food over. So I'm saying, you know, Jess might be very appealing, very positive, very interesting character. But it, how much is he conniving? <laughs> you know? And uh, we find out, you know, at the end of the episode that he, this this was a conniving. This was him conniving to get more, to get some time with uh, Rory. Uh, because mm-hmm. he knew that she was going to be home alone. Um, but yeah, he, and yeah, he gets right into the house. He's like, I, you know, I need a tip. And she's like, well, you can have some, I can't eat all these fries. You can have some to use as a tip and have as much as you want. So that's the words that he needs to hear. He takes the jacket off. He makes himself comfortable. And, uh, and Rory gets uncomfortable because, you know, here's Jess in her house and uh, makes Paris stay. Mm-hmm. To be the because chaperone, as Jess calls it. <laughs> Dean found out, he would be mad. Mm-hmm. So Jess teaches Paris about condiments that apparently she's never used before. Um. Paris is super excited about macaroni and cheese. She wants to know if there's a 24-hour pharmacy nearby, just in uh, case of Alex. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Dean calls and said he's coming over. And uh, Rory tries to kick him out, kick Jess out, but gets caught at the front door. Oh, no. And, you know, Jess kind of jokes around. Then all of a sudden he's like, listen, I'm just dropping off food. Don't get all West Side Story on me. And uh, Dean comes in and he sees that they've been eating and there's a, you know, and that she totally lied to him. And that's when Paris comes up with the lie that Rory was trying to set her and Jess up, which... Rory goes right along with. Mm. And yeah. Um, Lie number two. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Rory, this is a thing that helps with Rory and Paris's relationship, and she invites Paris to stay overnight with her. So, yeah. Um, so, friends. They're becoming friends. Yep, yep, yep. And, uh, Rory is lying to Dean over Jess. And we get this great moment at the end of the episode where Dean is watching Rory chat happily with Jess. And mm-hmm. asks Lorelai if uh, Rory would lie. And Lorelai says no. But you can see on both their faces that um, <laughs> maybe <laughs> there's some dishonesty here. And I yeah, do well, wonder like, if that's going to be. Like Lorelai is going to be like, listen, you need to get your act together. Yeah, will Lorelai call Rory on it? Will she yeah. say you need to be more responsible than this? Because she immediately tries feelings. to cover for him, you know. Yeah, uh, we also find out Luke did, knows nothing about the food. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, yeah, we got, and and that's where the the kind of the the friendly banter, you know, the the interaction that um, Dean and Lorelai see through the window is basically Rory is so happy that she can finally make Jess squirm for once. Like he's constantly calling her out on like how much she cares for him and how much, you know, it, what does this mean? Why are you worried about you know, like for instance, Lorelai and Jess getting along. Um, if you care for me this much, yada, 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 how much are they friends? Are they more than friends? And now Rory gets to do the same thing to Jess. Like, why would you do that then? Why would you come over? Why would you lie about that? Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> yep. And the body language that Dean is witnessing is very flirty, mm-hmm. very uh, pers- very intimate. Yes. More That's- than just friendly people, people who are friendly. Because that's what earlier in the episode, Rory tells Lorelai that they're they're friends. They're not really friends. They're just friendly. Mm-hmm. Well, they don't look friendly. They look very intimate. Poor Dean is going to get his heart broken and he's going to hate Jess. Hate, well, he's, he already hates Jess. Yes. He's going to hate Rory. He's going to be mad. Yeah. Oh, he's going to be mad. How about that? What a surprise. Yep. <laughs> I'm just saying he's got a reason to be. <laughs> I mean, he does, but he did it to his, he started it. He How did he start it? And, he's mad all the time. He's mad about everything. Mm, I, I'm just saying, like, he's got reason to be mad when it comes to Jess, because Jess is constantly poking at him. Yeah, and, he knows what buttons also, to press. And also trying to swipe Rory out from underneath him. And uh, obviously... It's not just Jess he has to be mad at. He can be mad at his girlfriend who probably should be a little bit more honest with him about how she's feeling. And, you know, maybe she should break up with him before, you know. Yes, maybe so. But she's lying to keep him from being mad. She's lying to keep him from being mad because she knows he has something to be mad about. (laughs) But it all started because she lost the bracelet. Which she could have just right away said, I'm sorry, I lost the bracelet. I don't know where it and went And he to. would have been mad. Yeah, because, oh, listen, we're going to have to debate this some other time because we need to wrap this up. Yeah, we got to go. All right. So next week. Next week, you're going to be arguing uh, for Dean, though, okay? We're going to switch it. <laughs> I don't think so. I think Dean's time is He's ready growing. to hit the road with his brother, Dean. Oh, wait. Yeah. Wait a second. He is Dean. Never mind. Okay. All the right. next episodes are Dead Uncles and Vegetables. Dead Uncles and Vegetables. Okay. Uh, um, dead Uncles. Who's got a dead uncle? Gosh, this is, you know, like some of these titles, it's like, like you could just wildly guess at and sometimes hit it. I mean, who, who, who would die? Are they talking about vegetables as in the, as in vegetables or as in a person that's kind of like a vegetable? I don't know. Are they talking about dead vegetables? <laughs> well, they would just say dead vegetables. Dead uncles and dead vegetables? Is that the full title? Dead uncles and vegetables. Oh, okay. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Where's the Oxford comma? <laughs> no comma. <laughs> no idea. Next title. <laughs> All right. Back in the saddle again. Back in the saddle again. Okay. Uh... There are horses at the end. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. I'm thinking... Paris has horses. Paris has horses. I just imagine Paris has horses. Back in the saddle again, I mean, obviously that means like 
some sort of something that you did before. Like dating again? Like Lorelai's going to get back into dating? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I was thinking. And I was, I was, my mind immediately was like, oh, Luke and Lorelai start dating. But again, that doesn't, that doesn't strike true for Luke and Lorelai. I, you know, I, yeah, it's got to be something about her dating. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking that Ghostbusters guy is probably a good bet, though. The guy who's seen Ghostbusters oh. 124 times. Okay. Uh, teach me tonight. Ooh. Teach me tonight. Oh, my God. Is Max getting back in the picture? Did Lorelai and Max end up being back together? And then Teach Me Tonight is uh, naughty games between them. There it is. Figured it out. Um, <laughs> help wanted. Uh-oh, mm. something happens to Caesar. Oh, God. <laughs> no, not that great character, Caesar. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Some, uh, help wanted. Um, maybe Jess has to get a job other than working at Luke's. Um I don't know. Oh, I'm looking forward to finding out, though. Having some terrible, terrible, uh, horrible problems actually uh, uh, trying to theorize on, on these titles re- recently. I, I do apologize. Okay. Uh, yeah. And then that's that's it. And then uh, the next episodes are the, the final two of the season. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Unfortunately, season two is dragging a little bit because of holiday plans. Um uh, so uh, we're probably not going to have one uh, next week because Seth is going to be in New York. Merry Christmas, along with half of the of the rest of the world. I'm mm-hmm. so afraid it's going to be like really crowded. Uh, it's New York. It's always crowded. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, um, until next time. La 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 la